Hey guys, it's Dominique and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. I thank you guys so much just for continuing to be supportive and listening to the podcast. Thank you for continuing to read the blog posts that are on the Wise Words website. And also don't forget you guys to give this podcast a rating, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to share this podcast on social media or through word of mouth or through text, just in case you feel like there is something that is said on any episode that may help an individual that you know, or that something that you just feels like needs to be spread, some kind of knowledge that needs to be given to others that you know of don't forget to share this podcast i always love you guys support and i thank you so much for just continuing to tune in every single week sometimes (laughs) y'all i be you know i be thinking to myself like have i recorded yet like it's crazy how fast a week goes but my weekends kind of like trickle in a sense i don't know if they even make sense but it's like when i go to work monday through friday before i know it it's thursday and i'm like oh man i'm almost off but then the weekend comes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't recorded yet. It feels so long in between recordings, even though I do it weekly. But I really am thankful for that at the same time because it just means that I love doing it. And I do. I have enjoyment doing this. And I also love to see you guys grow and learn from the episode. So that's why I just continuously thank you guys for always being supportive, reading the blog posts and listening to the episodes. Today's episode, we are hitting on a topic that... I'm surprised I haven't talked about yet. (laughs) So to answer the questions for topics for people, I typically will list a topic. Like I got this list of topics for episodes on my podcast and I just kind of go down the list. Now, sometimes, you know, it'll be ironic that, oh, this topic came up and then this is happening or this topic came up and, you know, I just talked about that topic. Sometimes they flow together like the church trauma part. I had to break that up into two parts because it was just such a big topic. But besides that, you know, the topics just they just kind of flow and I really do get them, you know, based off if God has told me something when I pray or just things that I'm even noticing more as you know as I navigate the world as I see things on social media and you know as I'm interacting with people in person I'm like okay this is probably a topic we should hit on so this topic today insecurities is really really important I'm surprised like I said that I haven't done it before but here we are you know we're going to talk about it we're going to get into the nitty-gritty about it definitely on the mental health aspect but for sure on the spiritual aspect too because insecurities do run even in the spiritual sense So let's get into it. Okay, so today's topic is insecurity. Well, insecurities. I didn't even put anything after (laughs) the word insecurities like in a title just because that in itself, y'all, it's a big title. It's a big topic like insecurities are so common in people, you know, as a therapist, One of the main things that I see in clients, no matter what their situations are, no matter what their background is, no matter what they're coming from, they, you, I always tend to see some type of insecurity be at work in some way, shape or form. Insecurity is there. I've been insecure before, definitely growing up. If I'm being transparent with the audience here, like I was insecure, especially, you know, everybody goes through their awkward phases in high school and middle school. Definitely was insecure then because it's just like, uh, <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm trying to grow into my looks. I don't know what I'm going to grow into my looks or when it's going to happen, you know, but 
that's kind of a typical time when people are insecure, definitely in teen years, also because you're trying to find your identity. But first of all, before I get any further into this, what is the definition of insecure? Not insecurities in a sense, but just insecure. The definition of that word in itself is not firmly fixed, liable to give way or to break. Some synonyms, because I love synonyms, include uncertain, unassured, unstable. Now, when we think about insecurities in relationships, because that's, I know immediately where a lot of y'all minds that are listening went to was the relationship aspect. A person who is insecure is somebody who is very anxious or uncertain about their relationship and themselves. So you can be insecure and never be dating at all. You can be insecure and just be by yourself, you know, single, you know, navigating life on your own and still be horribly insecure. How do we know? Because we see it a lot. Social media is probably the number one place, y'all. Oh my gosh. It's the first and most highly (laughs) rated place to find insecurities. Because for one, if you see people always posting pictures, um, I remember, I will never forget y'all. It was this post and it was talking about, <laughs> it wasn't even a Facebook post. They shared an article. Somebody actually wrote an article. I wish I could find it so I could reshare it today. But it was an article about these are the, I think, top 10 ways that you know somebody's insecure on social media. And everything that they said in that article, y'all, was so accurate. It was saying stuff about how, like, people post picture pictures of their money, like a bunch of hundreds and stuff. I said, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some people do that so much and I think that's so tacky and so it's dangerous too like people can rob you nowadays like people you know it's just reckless in itself but yeah that's a way that you could tell somebody insecure people who always you know posting their entire life on social media people who are always um putting their business out there they're always posting relationship updates and statuses even when nobody you know like I hate to say nobody really cares but just when nobody ain't even asking, like they just putting stuff out there about things. Like that's how you know some people are insecure. And the reason why social media is so prevalent in it is because that's where people find validation. So an insecure person is somebody who is uncertain or anxious about themselves and they need validation from external sources. If you're thinking about the dating aspect of it, think about when you've dated an insecure person. Like what was their demeanor like? They probably were, you know, really always questionable about your actions and how you felt about them. They probably always needed reassurance. And let me say this before people jump down my throat. Reassurance is good in any relationship. It's okay to assure your partner whether they're secure or not secure that you love them and that you're there for them because I feel like that's just a human need. I'm talking about when you ask for reassurance every five minutes. Or like when you're scared, like your partner goes out to eat with a friend and, you know, they ain't came back. It's about, you know, nine o'clock and stuff. And now your mind is just ruminating on, oh, they're cheating on me or oh, they're doing something that they're not supposed to do. Y'all, that's insecurity. Same thing with, you know, in relationships where you can't trust. That's really the biggest way you can see that somebody's insecure is if they cannot trust you. If there's no trust, then, yeah, they got some insecurity issues. Also, and how they carry themselves. So this is where codependency comes back in. When a person is codependent, that is a form of insecurity because it's like 
your relationship is based off of that person, off their actions, off their behaviors, off what they say about you, about what they think about you. That's an insecure person because they literally have latched on to you and you're the source of happiness. You're the source of validation. And that's a dangerous place to be in as a human. Because I don't know about you guys, but I never want a man to put me in a position where I have to be his source of validation because I'm going to fail. <laughs> that sounds bad coming out of my mouth. But I'm saying that like, for, for instance, like I'm a human and you know, no matter how great and wonderful I am, I still fail. I still let people down. I still drop the ball at times. Like I might say. Um, a perfect example that I can think of that's just really it's minor but it's like realistic it's like one day when I was saying I was going to like go see my sister everybody knows me I love my sister to death she's like my whole entire heart I love smoochie I always want to spend time with her when I can um, one day you know I was like okay I'm gonna go over by the house and see her or whatever because she don't live over here with me I live by myself but I said okay I'm gonna go you know see her and y'all, I just woke up that morning and I just felt like fatigue. I think my period was starting at that time. And I was just like, I just ain't feeling it. Like I can't, you know, I don't want to get up and do anything. I wasn't depressed or nothing. I just did not feel like doing nothing. I wanted to stay home and I wanted to rest. And I knew I had a work week coming ahead of me. I know I had stuff that was going to happen throughout the work week that was probably going to take a lot of energy and time. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this ain't the, the best day to go see Alex. So, you know. I called <laughs> y'all my sister's funny because she'll video call me if somebody has told her that her sister boo-boo is coming to do something she's going to call me that morning just to verify like boo-boo you know that you coming to do this or hey we're going here like she wants to know and it's the cutest thing but it's funny too because it's like she that's like she's making her day she's like okay my sister's supposed to come see me ironically that day I called her and I was like hey smooch I just ain't feeling that I was supposed to come you know see you this this and this but I'm just tired I'm not feeling good and some days she'll understand I ain't gonna be lie. smoochie got her flowers to y'all because some days she'd be like but why or why can't we you know go and stuff and it and it would make me feel a little sad because it's like I know she just wants to spend time with me and I want to spend time with her but I have to be you know honest with myself if I just ain't feeling it y'all I, I just ain't feeling it especially if it's a it's a physical thing like if my body just feels like you need to rest you know you've been ripping and running all weekend you was out till 10 some the other night like just just chill I'm gonna listen to my body I'm not gonna you know go out and stuff I'm gonna listen to my body and, and she'll understand at the end of the day because then I'll say okay well I'm gonna make it up to you next weekend I'm gonna come and stuff and then of course she's a kid kids forget y'all <laughs> like kids forgive and forget all the time I, hi I highly doubt the kids you know whole girl just like that but smoochie is not one of those if if y'all know something to do smoochie is not one of those she's gonna let it go and that's a perfect example of how even though i am a great big sister to her i feel like i am i try to be i feel like i'm a wonderful big sister but i'm gonna disappoint i'm gonna drop the ball sometimes and it's not because i'm even trying to disappoint her it's just because i'm a human being like i said you know like i have needs i have you know, I have to rest. I have to recharge because I have a job that's not only, you know, it's five days a week and I don't work a lot. My hours are flexible and stuff, but it's a mentally taxing job. So any chance that I get to rest, I have to take it for the sake of my clients and for, for me too. I have to take time to rest. Even when I get off, in the evenings some days I can go you know sit with family some days I can go out to eat with a friend and stuff that's fine but 
Most days after work, I'm going to come home and I'm going to rest and recharge. That's why I did a whole episode about rest because it's important. And that just means that sometimes I'm going to disappoint people, but that doesn't mean I'm a bad person that I'm trying to disappoint them. If somebody, you know, were to latch on to me and be so codependent and so insecure to the point where if I did that, they immediately started to internalize. She doesn't love me or she's not, you know, supportive of me and stuff. That's where, you know, that's an insecurity coming up. Same thing with, you know, other relationships. It's like, if you ever been in that position where you feel like everything that that person does affects you heavily, like it just, it messes up your whole day. That means you're insecure. And I'm also going to say this because this is another point that I wrote down that I really want people to understand. Men can be insecure like women. Honestly, if y'all want me to be really honest, I have met more insecure men in my lifetime than I have women. Like, cause you know, of course women were emotional. Like, and so some of my friends, of course, we're girls, we're going to be transparent with each other. We'll say, well, sis, I'm insecure about this and I'm insecure about that. And I mean, even in colleagues and stuff, like when I'm talking to them, you know, women, we're, we're just transparent. We'll say we're insecure about something. But as far as men go, like guys who I'll talk to or like entertain or past ones that I've dated, you can see insecurity so prevalent in men. And it's almost kind of shocking when I would see like men be insecure. Cause I'm just like, what? Like you think you're ugly. You're not ugly. Like you think that you don't have enough, you know, ah, swag is not the right word. <laughs> like you don't have enough, like a nice personality or like you don't think that you're confident enough to speak in public. You don't think that you have enough money or that you make enough money, but guys are really insecure. Like and it's not, it's not a gender specific thing. And that's one thing I want to bring up in here. Like men can be just as insecure as women. And I feel like everybody can struggle with insecurity. That's why it's so important to find security in yourself, because especially men, I feel like with men, there's a lot of pressure on them anyway. And there's a scripture that, you know, talks about how the man is called to leave the household, you know, and that's a lot of pressure. If you think about it, Men have to be the leaders. They have to be the ones who set the mark in the household and everything. So, of course, that's going to put pressure on them. And maybe that's why a lot of guys are insecure It's because they feel like they're going to fail. And the verse I'm thinking of is Ephesians chapter five, verse 23, where it says, for a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. The husband is the head of his wife. That means that he's the one who's leading and while I do not, con why do I do not condone guys not leading? Cause yes, you are a man. You're supposed to lead. I can understand why men fall under pressure. I don't know if you guys remember the episode I did with Jalen, but he was even saying like, as a black man, there really is no room to fail. And there isn't, you know, we hold them to a very high standard. Same thing with women, especially black women. We get held to a very high standard. Sometimes the high standard is so unrealistic in my opinion, but here we are. We have that standard. And the main thing is, is that sometimes you almost buckle under the pressure to the point where you feel like I am going to fail. And with men, I feel like they'll think, okay, well, since I don't make this much money, since my credit score is not like this, since I don't look like this, since I don't do this, since I struggle with this, because let's just be honest about struggles. Men can struggle with a lot of things like lust and pornography and um, addictions to drugs and you know, just even the love of money, greediness, like me and struggle with a lot of things. They're like, okay, well, since I'm like this, I, I can't lead nobody and I'm a failure. And then that's where the insecurity starts to really run rampant. That's what 
I feel like drives men to cheat. That's what I feel like drives them to do things or say things that they really know is destructive, but it's just the fact that they already feel like they failed anyway. And women too. I feel like women are like that as well. We can get to the point where we failed ourselves already that we don't even try. I think with more of us, it's like we just kind of throw in a towel or we settle because we just like, we can't, you know, I can't do it. I, I can't do this. I failed already. So why even try? Insecurities come from experiences. Experiences are what can make you insecure. It can also go back to attachment styles, which I still haven't done an episode about that. Y'all I promise that episode is coming. I teach y'all about attachment styles and those are formed in childhood. So like if you have an anxious attachment from your parents and things that can make you insecure as a relationship aspect, but I'm mainly talking about in yourself without a relationship. It comes from experiences. If you got laid off from a job, or you didn't get a certain scholarship or a certain position because you applied for it and they just rejected you. Rejection can cause insecurity because it can make you feel like you're inadequate. Same thing with relationships. If you got cheated on in a relationship, if you got lied to, betrayed, things like that, it can make you feel insecure. That's why I say attachment style goes into it because a lot of people who have absent fathers or absent mothers in their lives, that's where the insecurity first started. You were abandoned by a person who was supposed to love and secure you you know your your parent so of course you're gonna have some insecurity when it comes to loving other people because that's just like a big old hole (laughs) that you ain't feel yet you know it's empty and so insecurities can come from experience and the thing about it from a mental health aspect if you don't you know get a hold of your insecurities if you don't cure it if you don't figure out where it's coming from then it can lead you to be codependent it can lead you to self-sabotage what do y'all what do i mean by that self-sabotage is when we mess things up because we just don't feel like we deserve it we don't feel we feel like we're already going to either going to fail or we feel like we don't deserve it either way it's they're both problematic mindsets and so what people will do is they'll self-sabotage they'll mess it up before you know and as, as a therapist that works for you know the company that i work for and we deal with a lot of children who you know go through foster care and adoption you will probably see more self-sabotaging where I work than anything because children, they've already been through trauma, y'all. And it breaks my heart, but it's just, it's a common thing. Like they've been through enough trauma already. So somebody come in and say, I'm going to be your foster parent. Or I'm going to adopt you. Yes, they're going to rebel. And they're going to do that because in their mind, they believe they are not good enough or worthy of love. So before you hurt me, I'm going to do something already to make it easier. So because I already know it's coming. That's that. That's the way that they're thinking when they're doing stuff. That's the way that a lot of us think, you know, when we're dating or when we're navigating relationships, because I already know I'm going to feel I already know you're going to leave me. I'm not going to be good enough for you. I'm not going to live up to your expectations. I don't want you to break my heart. So I'm going to go ahead and basically make it easy for you. I'm going to cheat or I'm going to, you know, not do my part. I'm going to push you away. I'm going to do it so that you don't hurt me. That's how, you know, self-sabotaging go. And all of that comes from insecurities. Insecurities can ruin relationships and it can ruin opportunities in your life, which can cause you to fall into a really like sunken place. I'm not even going to say specifically depression, but just a place of self-loathing and not thinking that you're good enough, which can really keep you from you know having a healthy life because you're not going to want to do anything you're not going to want to try new things you're not going to want to try to love you're going to want to isolate yourself and stuff and yeah eventually all that can lead to depression but 
it's definitely something that is not good for your mental health. Now this leads me to the spiritual aspect of it. Insecurities can exist even in relationships with God, you know, even when trying to grow closer with God. A lot of times insecurities keep us from, oh, excuse me, insecurities keep us from, you know, getting closer to God because, again, experience. Now, the spiritual aspect, the experience that we're talking about is you feel like God has let you down. You feel like God has, you know, you or you've done something that, you know, God disapproves of and you feel like he doesn't love you. So like if you've sinned, you know, you've had sex outside of marriage, you've given birth to a whole baby out of wedlock, you, you know, you used to be abusive, you used to abuse one of your spouses or you used to lie, you used to (laughs) lie on your taxes, you took PPP loan that you shouldn't have, like you know, we do stuff and then we ask God for forgiveness. We repent, but then we feel like we're unworthy of being forgiven for what we've done. And so that kind of causes insecurity in the relationship with God because it's like God will never, you know, love me or I can't come back from that. And that's a lie, y'all. If there is any relationship where you can be redeemed and you can, you know, walk in that, it's a relationship with God because God is a person who gives us eternal life and he gives us grace. Now, that doesn't mean take grace for granted because I do see that a lot with the younger generation of young adults, especially coming up in Christianity. You take grace as an excuse to do what you want to do and to live the lifestyle that you want to live. That is not what grace is for. And if you look at it that way, you are in for a very rude awakening when you get older and you really need that grace because grace, you know, his grace never runs out, but I will say this, God is going, he going to teach you <laughs> like, if you don't do nothing else, he going, he going to teach you like, okay, you keep on playing. <laughs> this is not what, you know, you're going to walk into something that you don't want. He doesn't want you to take his grace for granted, but that's what a lot of people do. But God gives us grace. And that's why it's okay when, you know, when we do mess up, if you truly repent and ask for forgiveness, You can be redeemed. You don't have to walk in the insecurity of God will never love me again the way he used to. No, he actually loves you even more. If you think about it, the love is just continually increasing. You know, the scripture that I really like is John chapter 10, verse 28, where it says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. What does that verse mean to me? When I see that verse, I think of security. So if you think about it, insecurity is when you don't feel secure in yourself. You don't feel secure in a relationship. You don't feel certain. You don't feel assured. God gives us assurance for one, my first point, all through the Bible that he is there, that he is for us. This scripture is a perfect example. It says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. No one can snatch them away from me. God is saying that if you are in him, If you are in his name, if you serve and you worship him, nobody can snatch you. They can try, but they can't because his love and, you know, his Holy Spirit is always going to be with you. It's going to go with you everywhere that you go, everywhere that you go. Like, seriously. So that's a form of security. A lot of people, you know, I feel like because I'm thinking of people who I've met and it's not that they're even, you know, bad people, but just people who in general are trying to walk through, you know, with the Christian lifestyle, trying to live that holy lifestyle and they can't worship like they're, they're afraid to worship. They're afraid to cry. They're afraid to lift their hands and say, God, I thank you. God, I love you. That's a, that's comes from an insecurity. A lot of people can't worship because of insecurity. 
And it's not even fact one. It is because you think people looking at you crazy, like, oh, my gosh, you know, why are they doing this? Why are they doing a backflip in the church? Stuff like that. And also because some people just feel like their worship is not good enough. They feel like they're not being heard by God or it goes back to that. They feel unworthy to worship God. Insecurity keeps a lot of people from worship and worship is a really important part in the relationship with God. Y'all, I think I like worshiping more than anything. Cause it's just a, I mean, it's amazing. It makes you feel better once you're done, especially, you know, if it's very intimate and with God, like it's a, it's a good thing, but a lot of people are afraid to worship. And I think it's because of insecurity. I really do. But the thing is, is that we have to know that we are secure in God. First of all, you need to find security in him. Another way to heal insecurity is to be secure in who you are in God. So if I was talking about this from the mental health aspect, as far as you as a person, I would say to find value, find your value. You know, what makes you valuable? Find some worth in yourself as a Christian. And from a spiritual aspect, I'm saying find your value in God. Because we are valuable in God's eyes. And he said that before. You know, he said it many times in scriptures. I can find a bunch of scriptures that could tell you that you are valuable and that you are loved. But I'm not going to do that. You go <laughs> to the Bible and you find it yourself because it's in there. And that means that you're going to be studying it. And that's the whole point. Amen. <laughs> I want y'all to, you know, go look for yourself. But seriously, don't. Like, you have to find value in yourself. And you have to know that you're valued in God's eyes too. That's one way to overcome insecurity. Then you have to know that going back to that verse, John 10 and 28, that there is security in being God. There is security in their relationship with God. Another scripture that can back it up is Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, where it says with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So that's enough to be secure in something, because, of course, as humans, we're going to fail with humans. There are some things that are impossible. God is literally somebody y'all everything is possible with him everything it will not make no logical sense to men but it will make perfect sense to God like that's a I don't know how I don't know how else to tell y'all to be secure in him that should be enough to tell you that okay I can be secure in knowing that God is never gonna leave me nor forsake me he's gonna answer my prayer he's gonna you know meet me at the point of my knee he's gonna protect me he's gonna love me he's gonna give me comfort and the thing is, is that all of that comes from when you love God and when you have a relationship with him, because God knows our heart too, y'all. Like he knows if we're doing something because we love him and out of passion or if we're doing it out of obligation. Don't do stuff out of obligation for God because his, he's, he knows your heart. He's going to know that you're doing it out of obligation. And then he's going to be like, well, then you really ain't doing it because you want to, you know, love me and because you want to be for me and live for me. You're doing it because you want something in return. Y'all trying to pimp God is what I used to say. Like, don't pimp him. Have security in him. Have security in knowing that he is a God who answers prayer. He is a God who comes through for those, especially for those he loves. Those whose heart are in tune with him. God is always going to come through. But the thing is, is that that's the one way that you get rid of insecurity is you find security in God. And then, of course, find security in yourself. Find value in yourself. So if you can read God's word and find out why he values you and how he values you and what he thinks of you, it'll be easier for you to value yourself. Another way to get rid of insecurity and to, you know, just be secu so secure in your walk with God and being secure in who you are in Christ 
is to stop paying attention to the world. Stop paying attention to what social media says is beautiful. Stop paying attention to what social media says is right. Stop paying attention to what anybody says that because again, who are people on social media? Who are people in this world? They're just humans. We all flawed. Nobody is the top tier standard of beauty or perfection or status. Like there is none. If you really think about it, like I remember I had a client tell me like, I just want to be normal. And I said to them, what is normal? And they couldn't even answer. <laughs> like they couldn't answer it because I made them think. I'm like, but just think about that. What, what do we deem as normal? Because your normal is not somebody else's normal. My normal is not my mom's normal or my dad's normal or my brother's normal or anybody's normal. It's mine. And it's uniquely tailored to me. And that's what people got to understand. If you can get into a sense of independence is what you also have to find. If you can get some independence about yourself, about how you navigate life, about your perceptions, you'll probably never, ever be insecure again. I feel like one of the reasons why I am not insecure, not only because of my love of God and my like very in tune relationship with God, like we have a very tight knit relationship. It's probably the closest relationship I have with anybody right now in my life is with God. And that's a great thing. I've always wanted to be in this place. So I take a lot of, you know, I take pride in that. I'm very proud that I have a close relationship with God because it has, you know, started to manifest itself in different ways. Like I'm not insecure. Stuff that I used to be insecure about, I'm not insecure about no more. Not insecure about my body. I'm not insecure about my face and the blemishes on there. Like I, you know, happen to like myself. I like what I see when I look in the mirror. I'm not insecure about things no more. I think I'm okay. I think I'm fine. I think I am exactly where God wants me to be at this moment. And that's because I have found my own independence. So I'm not codependent on anybody to validate me. I get validation from the word of God and what God says about me. And because of that, that's an internal, that's a source that never runs out. It's a source that's also never changing. So that's also my next point is it goes along with you finding independence, find validation in the right source. If you find validation in God, y'all, it's never going to change. The problem is when y'all try to find validation in social media and in trends and in relationships, that stuff changes. Even marriages change over time because that's why they tell married people you never stop learning your partner. Nobody just stays the same for 50 plus years, y'all. If you do, I don't know how, but everybody is always changing because go, it goes back to the point that I brought up earlier. Experiences experiences, experiences, experiences. They change us. They mold us. They shape us. That's why we get the mindset that we get. That's why we get perceptions. That's why we get, you know, the feelings and vibes that we get. It's because of experiences that we literally endure for the rest of our lives. Because as long as you living, you're going to experience different things at different times. Okay. Experiences just happen. But the thing is, is that you know, when you're looking for validation, when you're looking for pure validation, if the sources keep changing, then you're going to be changing how you see yourself. Okay. So if one day your partner says that you're beautiful and you're this or that, and they might mean it. And then let's just say you gain a lot of weight. Let's just say that you have a whole hormonal moment and you just start breaking out your face like a pizza. Like, let's just say stuff changes, right? Let's say you chip a tooth or something, you know, them chip tooths, you got to get that stuff fixed. But let's just say your body changes. 
it, you know, stuff starts happening. Experiences start happening and, and stuff just start changing. And now they may, may not think the same thing. They may not feel like you got a beautiful smile. Now you got chipped tooth there. They may be like, oh, yes, man, I can use a little work. But if that's where you placing your validation, now you're changing your view of yourself. You went from thinking you were the most beautiful thing or most handsome thing in the world to now it's like, uh, maybe there is something wrong with me. The reason why I say God is a really good source and the Bible is a good source because it's a never changing source. The Bible ain't changing, y'all. It's going to say what it says for the rest of our lives. There are different translations, which is good. There are things it's going to say slightly different things. It's going to break it down for people who need it because some people, the different translations really does help them. So that's why it's a good thing. But at the end of the day, it's not like the, the whole context of it is not going to change. It's not going to change. God is not going to change. He's the same God yesterday, today and tomorrow. That's why they have a whole scripture that says that because he is a never changing God. And if I would rather put my security in something that or my validation is something that doesn't change is something that does change. That goes back to security. It's the opposite of insecurity. It's secure because it's it's, you know, reliable. It's sturdy. It's assured. It's certain. God is certain. The word of God, the Bible is certain. It doesn't change. So that's why you need to seek your validation and your value and your identity in God and in the Bible, not in external sources. Because if you're seeking it from what social media says and what your friends say and what society says and what's popular in culture, then yeah, you're always going to be searching for it. You'll have plenty of moments where you're always insecure. That's why people do what they do. That's why people say the things they say. That's why people have the social media aesthetics that they have. It's because they're looking to be validated. But the thing is, if you go, if that's the sources that y'all looking for validation for, you'll be looking for the rest of your life. And maybe that's what some of y'all want to do. And if that's the case, go for it. By all means, you want to keep up with the Joneses, go do it. But I mean, at the end of the day, you won't be truly joyful and at peace and content. Contentment comes from being secure, not insecure. So there are ways to overcome insecurity. You have to be willing to find your validation in the right source. And also another point, which this is my last point, but also deal with the past experiences. I didn't even write this point down, but it's a good point because it came to my mind. So like those back to childhood, you know, if you got attachment issues, if that's something that's been making you so insecure, it's been making you codependent, it's been making you have, you know, these negative perceptions about yourself. You need, of course, we can't change the past, but you need to address it. That's where therapy comes in. Ha ha. <laughs> if you need a therapist, y'all go get a therapist. We are clinically trained to help you address childhood trauma, childhood woes, because that's what's causing you to do this stuff as an adult. You don't even have to be abused. To be, you know, to have childhood trauma and stuff. That's where it's a misconception with people like, no, you can be messed up as an adult. But just because something small happened to your childhood, like you didn't get emotional validation from your parent. That's enough to make you messed up as an adult. And you need to address that. You need to go to somebody and you talk about it. You need to talk it through. You need to get with somebody to help you work through every single thing that you have never addressed. And you need to get over that. Because then you won't be going off of insecurity. You need to address things and you need to let God work your heart and remove that stuff. Because what's happening is because we can't change the past, that's why people live in the past. It's because you know you can't change it, but it hurts so bad that you can't change it. So 
you unconsciously live in it because that's become your identity. Because that's what you're familiar with. Get out of that mindset. Okay. Your experiences. Yes. The past cannot be changed. It is static. However, the future is dynamic. You can definitely change how tomorrow looks, but you got to make the decision today. So if you are, you know, dealing with insecurities, go figure out where it came from. Stop finding your validation in other people and things that are very temporary and are not credible sources and find out who you are. Find out what God thinks about you. Find out how much God loves you. Get in tune with God. Get a real deep relationship with him. And you will never, I'm not saying that you'll never have another insecure moment. I think we'll all have some moment where we feel, you know, inadequate. That's normal, you know. I'm saying, though, staying in this chronic cycle of always feeling insecure and always trying to people please and always trying to, you know, be validated by people or get people's approval. No, that's not that's not healthy, y'all. And you'll always be like that until you address the stuff that caused your insecurity and until you find validation and the right stuff, not temporary stuff. So I think I would just ask you guys, what validates you? That's what you need to ask yourself today. What is validating me? Where do I get my validation from? Do I get my validation? It ain't y'all to be just people, y'all. You can get validation from a job, from a position, from, you know, things that you do. From, again, going back to culture and social media because you got X, Y, and Z. You got the big button. You got pretty hair. You got edge stuff like that. Like, you can get validation from small stuff. You got to figure out where is my validation coming from? And then if it's coming from somewhere that is temporary, something that is not credible, something that could change in the blink of an eye, you need to fix that. Because I guarantee you, if you don't, it's going to come up one day and your insecurities are going to become from having an insecure moment to just being chronic. It's going to be chronic insecurity and you're going to always be trying to get the next surgery or get the next, you know, new shoes and this and that going broke. Just trying to impress people or trying to get validation all because you are insecure. It's going to be self-sabotaging, good relationships, pushing people away who actually are good for you, not having a strong relationship with God because of insecurities. You got to deal with them, y'all. You have to face your insecurities. Hey guys well that's all i have for you guys today i thank you guys for sticking to the end i don't think this episode was too long but i think it was a good topic um definitely something that you know needs to be talked about more especially when it comes to overcoming it for sure we just have to you know take a step so that we're not walking in insecurity don't walk through like me insecure y'all y'all gonna be so unhappy don't have wrinkles on your forehead before you're 40 <laughs> like no don't be insecure But seriously, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Thanks for your support. Don't forget to give this podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Continue to share it. Continue to check out the blog posts that are on my website. You can find my website in the link that is on the Wise Words podcast page, especially on Apple Podcasts. My website is directly linked to it, and that's where you can find the blog posts. And the podcasts are linked to the blog posts once you get to the end. But until next time, guys, be blessed. Have a great day. And remember, address those insecurities. Do not let them run your life. See you.